Hey, I'm Gina Keeping, ex-classroom teacher turned mindset and business mentor. Not too long ago, overwhelm and stress was my norm. Now, I have created a life where I help entrepreneurial women create an unstoppable mindset and teach them how to grow and scale their own businesses, all while getting their own gifts out into the world and creating an impact. Welcome to the Keeping It Real podcast where each week I bring you an inspiring person or message where we talk about all things life and business related, where our conversations are real, the information is inspiring, we have a splash of fun, we have lots of laughs, and we dive into life lessons and deep conversations about all the things. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome back, friends, to another episode of the Keeping It Real podcast in 2023. Funny story, I was actually looking for my New Year's hat because obviously when I'm recording this, it's a little bit before Christmas and I'm recording a New Year's podcast. But I was like, I need the hat, I need the horn. And I'm like, Gina, it's a podcast. Nobody can freaking see you. So picture me with a hat on and picture me with those little noisy, annoying things, wishing you a happy new year. Um, I cannot believe that it's 2023 and we're on to a new year. And obviously it's the start of a new year. I want to give you guys some tools to help you step into this new year because there's a lot of ideas about making 2023 the best year yet. And You know me, I like to keep it real. So I'm going to give you some practical tools, maybe a little bit of tough love. But I do have to say before we dive into the episode that doors to shift are closing tomorrow. So after tomorrow, you will not be able to purchase tickets. We have to have all the final numbers into our venue for food. And if you haven't signed up and you're listening to this podcast, you are missing a huge opportunity. Number one, the whole entire event is going to help you step into and really have a day of immersion of helping you with the tools and strategies to set goals that actually stick. None of these New Year's resolutions that you quit and you give up on like a weekend. Like we're not we're not here. The vibe is not that. But I'm not going to go on about that. Love to see you there. Um, It's the 14th of January. And what a way to start off and kick off your, your year by giving yourself this gift of transformation, really. Most people who come to these events say that they are transformational. Anywho, I digress, but I do hope to see you there. So there we go. Okay, so let's dive right in. We are in the season right now that you're starting to see all the slogans, right? You have the best year yet, new year, new you. 2023 is gonna be your year. And I'm gonna start off this episode with a little bit of tough love. The turn of midnight a couple of days ago, just because it turned January the 1st and it's a new year, you're not going to have the best year yet if you don't change things. Some people have really good intentions of starting a new year, a fresh new start. I absolutely love a fresh new start, but I feel that way in September and January. It just, mm, I don't know, there's something about it. I love it. Um, But nothing is magically going to change at midnight. Now, once again, I'm not saying this out of judgment or shame, but more of an invitation for clarity for yourself, right? Because 
I don't also want you, and I guess before I go any further, I also don't want you to not set New Year's resolutions because Gina came on and said, well, you know what? Nothing's going to change. So what's the point? That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is this is an invitation to get clarity with zero shame. But chances are, if you're listening to this episode and this podcast, you do want to make 2023 a good one, right? You want to have the tools. You want to be able to succeed. You have this fire burning in your belly that you want more. But there is no XYZ formula that's going to work for everyone. But I got some really good news for you. You already know. And a lot of times we like to pretend that we don't know. But you already know and you already have the key to figure out what's going to work for you. The question is, are you going to use that key? right? Because hoping and wishing and setting goals like you already have done, if you haven't been successful, that's not the key. You saying, well, this year I'm going to try harder. No, that's not the key. And most people change. And you've heard me talk about this on the podcast before, so I won't go deep into it. But most people change from a point of pain or a point of pleasure. And in January, on January the 1st, most, not all, most New Year's resolutions are often created through pain. Oh, I just, I can't take this anymore. I'm going to move. But this year, how about we choose, I'm not going to, I'm not going to approach my goals from pain or from discomfort or from, oh, I'm just so frustrated. How about this year? We choose to be intentional about how we move forward and decide to make some super small changes instead of setting the 10 freaking goals that you have, right? Um, Because those small changes actually lead to the big changes. But we haven't been taught that, right? And all these goals that you set for yourself, they're almost impossible to reach. So just in you claiming... I'm going to lose 20 pounds. I'm going to save $500,000. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to. Most people take years to accomplish these goals. That doesn't mean that it's not done. But what it does mean is that if you have in the past have been setting big goals like this all the time and it hasn't worked, then let's change that up. It's clearly not working. So yes, we want to think big picture, but we want to take small steps, right? We want to be able to, yes, have big goals and dreams, but also make it attainable, right? There gets to be like a little bit of a but there. And we would be silly to think that our same mindset is going to help you get change if you have not been successful in the past. It's not these big, strong, bold actions that you get success. It's an unstoppable mindset that equates success, right? It's when it gets hard, how are you going to navigate through it, right? Everybody is solid on their goals for a week. But what happens after that week? How are you navigating that? How are you moving forward? And what is the key here? Doing the freaking inner work. And I get it. You probably just eye rolled me because you want the solution. You want the do because that's what you've been taught. But what you are doing might not be working. So how many more times are you going to set yourself up for failure and keep hoping that this strategy is going to work? Why not change it up and give something else a chance? I have yet to meet a person to say, oh man, Gina, I totally wish I didn't take that time to do the mindset work. It's actually quite the opposite. It's like, oh shit, 
Why didn't I start this sooner? Because most people think their goals work from the outside in, but really they operate from the inside out. And if you want to finally reach your goals, check in with yourself and see why haven't you been able to reach them in the past? Your past can tell you how you're going to move in your future. Now, once again, that isn't said to judge or make you feel bad, but instead to empower you to shake that shit up. No amount of motivation is going to make this year the best, right? Because chances are, if you got really honest with yourself and you pulled back the curtains, and I'm going to keep saying without the shame, because this is not to shame yourself, and you took a look at what obstacles you have in your way and the reasons why goal setting has not worked for you, then that is the key to help you put the tools that you need in place to help you succeed. Most people, number one, create their goals because, oh, this is a goal I should do. And then number two, don't actually look at what are the things that are making it really hard for you to show up and do the thing. And once again, no shame in that. Failure is just feedback. And if you took an approach to goal setting that this is, I can't fail on this. Imagine what would happen. Because the magic happens when you have the mindset and you have the simple strategy. Notice I said simple there. That doesn't mean 10 freaking big goals, right? It means keeping it simple and small steps. But here's the thing. Because the ego is the ego. When someone asks you, well, what's your news resolution? And you show up and you say, well, I'm just going to do this one thing. You think that's not a big thing, but it is, right? So... Hopefully by now you feel empowered to be like, I'm going to go inwards and I'm going to finally look at the things that are blocking me. I want to share with you some things that I do, or actually one thing that I do that's really powerful to end off, uh, you know, December of 2022. And if you haven't done it yet, that's okay. You can do it now as you're preparing to get yourself situated for 2023. If you attended my free workshop, Um, before Christmas, I did talk about this. So what I always do to clue up the year, because if we leave it to our ego and our our brains, it often tells us and reminds us of all the things we didn't do. Oh, here goes another year of me not doing this, of me not doing that. Oh my God, I'm such a failure. My God, this year has to be different, right? So you're approaching a brand new year by shitting on yourself. And no amount of shame is going to help you change. So let's do a flippy poo on that. Let's actually, instead of shitting on yourself, how about we we remind ourselves of all the amazing things that you did do in 2022? A little rhymey poo for you there. Um, So I always write a letter to myself. And I remind myself of all of the challenging things that I've overcame, all of the moments that I was super proud moments that made me happy. And sometimes I even keep track of them over the year. So when I do my reflection, I already have a lot of this work done. So as you move forward, even creating a note section on your phone where you're taking inventory of things that you're really proud of. Like, you know what? I wanted to quit on this day and I didn't. This thing was really hard. And you know what? I did it anyway. I had this really tough conversation with a friend and you know what? It completely changed our relationship. 
I wanted to throw the towel in my business, but I asked for help and I asked for a mentor to walk me through it and to support me. Some happy memories of things that made you smile, but write a letter to yourself and take inventory of all the great things that happened in 2022, how you felt, and focus on the things that make you feel good so you can be proud of 2022 and you can be like, yes, I did do a lot of incredible things and be proud of that. So I would recommend you do that before you dive into um, some of these tools that I'm going to share with you to help you step into making 2023 a year that you enjoy. I don't even want to say your best year yet because I feel um, every year you get to choose how you navigate it. And every year, yeah, I'm going to try to do a little bit better. And that's that's something that I I'm really I guess I'm bored with is this continual personal growth. So yes, this is going to be a great year, but don't put too much pressure on yourself, I guess is what I'm saying. So as I share these five things that I do to get ready for the new year, I really want to preface it by saying you do not have to do all of these. These are tools that have taken me a couple of years to fine tune. So even if you pick one or dibble dabble amongst them, But I really empower you to find a way to start this new year that feels good for you. Don't do it because Gina does it. Don't do it because Sally on Instagram tells you you should do it. Check in and ask yourself what feels good and what feels aligned for you. So the very first thing that I do is I become really self-aware and I do a big gut check, right? And I get honest with myself and I refer back to my letter, my self-reflection for 2022, but I also check in with my goals, right? And I look at the things that I set the year before and I just sit with them and go, okay, do these goals still feel aligned? Where do I want this new year to go? And I get really intentional. And this is where I check in with what didn't work in the past, what areas that I would really like to improve on, and I make sure that my goals are ones that I really want to achieve, ones that light me up. And I make sure that I do the internal check-in here of, and I, I'm a little bit hesitant, you could probably hear my voice to say this, but I ask myself the question, like, where was I playing small? And this is something for me that I like to check in with because sometimes I feel we all have this tendency to hide a little bit. So I always try to push myself out of that comfort zone and stretch myself a little bit more in the new year. So in order for me to do that, I had to take a peek back at the year prior to just to see if I noticed any patterns, right? Because this self-awareness piece is going to be the thing that helps you lean into, right? And then I look at some of my, I guess like people call it the shadow work. I don't really like to call it the shadow work because I feel it's just inner work, right? But it, it, I think the reason why people call it shadow work is because it's a side most people want to ignore. So I bring the things that I'm not proud of, the things that I'd like to work on, the areas where I'm like, oh man, Gina, you know what? You could be less judgmental on this piece. Or maybe, you know what, Gina? Did you handle the situation the way you wanted to? And I look at these without judgment and I give myself some compassion because once again, the shame is not gonna help me change. 
the acceptance, the forgiveness, the moving forward is what helps me grow. So I take a little quick uh, look at some of the areas where I really like to grow internally and lead in a better way and handle my personal life, my personal energy in a different way. And I get super self-aware and that's where I get intentional with my goals, both personally, professionally, business-wise. And I have a way that I I go into them. But the first thing is getting self-aware and picking goals that are aligned for 2023. The second thing that I always do is, and sometimes I'll do this one first, but I feel the self-awareness piece usually gives me that check-in Um, and allows me to do number two, but feel free to mix this up, not do it, whatever feels good for you. But number two is dream big, right? So often when I check in to see where I've been playing small, I ask myself, okay, what would be really fun in the new year, right? What would be super exciting for me to achieve in 2023? And I allow myself to dream, which I think is super important because a lot of us are like, oh, nope, can't make that happen. And we shut ourselves off and don't even allow ourselves to reach our own potential. So I always dream big. I sit there, I get excited. I visualize my future. I feel it. I I get into the moment as if it's already happened. The third thing that I do is as I'm doing this work, I'm recognizing a word that's really going to anchor me in to my 2023 year or my new year. Intentional was my year last year because I noticed I was doing some things that were just busy work and I wanted to make that promise to myself to be intentional in all of the things that I do and it was beautiful. So I said a word for myself and a lot of people do these in two different ways. They do it in a thing that they're trying to embody and they want to step into, which is great. I pick my word based on something that I'm like, ooh, okay, this is something I'm not doing well, but this is what I really want to do well this year. So that word is something that I'm like, yes, remember, this is something that we want to grow from in the year previous. You know what I mean? So mine is an anchor for me to remember one of my core values that I want to step into. The fourth thing, which I feel that a lot of people don't talk about when we talk about this goal setting world is what do I need to support my goals? Who is the people that's going to help me, right? What kind of accountability do I need? Who do I need to hire for mentorship? And I take radical responsibility in my growth and what I need. And I'm all about collapsing time around my goals. So I'm like, who's going to help me get there? Not how am I going to get there? Because in the past, the how have slowed me down because I always assumed that I had to be the one to do it. So who's going to help me get there? I'm not guessing, I'm not waiting, I'm taking that radical responsibility to give myself what I need to support my goals. And then the fifth thing is I start to take action prior to when I set my goals. This is going to sound really counterintuitive because you're listening to this in January. I never wait for January to start my goals. I'm not the type of person who says, I'm going to wait till Monday to course correct, or I'm going to wait until uh, January the 1st to course correct. When I know that I'm slacking, I will course correct in the moment because every extra day that you wait to solidify old patterns, you're strengthening those patterns. So I'm going to talk about one of my still biggest challenges that I struggle with is emotionally eating. I still struggle with it. I'm getting better, but I still struggle with it. 
So if, for example, I have an emotional day and I eat food that doesn't make me feel good, I don't beat myself up over it and say, oh my God, I'm going to start again on Monday. I used to do that all the time. Now it's like, okay, cool. Give myself that compassion and move forward. So the reason why I say start to take action before January, what I mean that in that is that I want you to not always wait for that next thing to start your goal. Start it right now. You know deep down one thing that you can do in this moment. You don't need to wait till the shift event if you're going to be there. You don't have to wait till Monday, next Monday, because, oh my God, it's the middle of the week and you realized, holy shit, I'm not upholding my my values or I'm not doing what I said I'm going to do. You get to decide in every moment how you show up. So stop pushing pause on your goals because it's inconvenient. Whew, that was a toughie. So I'm realizing this podcast episode is a little long, but I really want to give you some tools to make sure that you're not repeating old patterns year in year again. So this year, instead of making 2023 the best year yet, this is going to sound counterintuitive, I get it, okay? But instead of saying 2023 is going to be the best year yet, and putting all this pressure on yourself to completely change all of these things, how about this is a year that you choose you? Ooh, doesn't that feel good? How about you choose to work on you and not from a place of you're broken because I really call bullshit on this, oh, if you're working on yourself, you're broken. Absolutely not. We are meant to change. We are meant to grow. We are not meant to stay the same. So this year choose to do this inner work. Choose to be kinder, not only to others, but to yourself. Choose to see how you operate, how you show up, the patterns that you repeat. Choose to look at what you need as an individual. And you know what's going to happen? Organically, you're going to look back and you're going to see that 2023 was a pretty great year. So let's lean into that. Okay, I'm going to clue this up here. Tickets closed tomorrow, guys. If you like this episode, you are going to love a full entire day of getting intentional about what you need to move closer to the future that you want. I hope to see you there. I hope that we get to make 2023 the year that you choose you and the year that you look back and be so freaking proud that you took a chance on yourself. All right, guys, this is Gina Keeping. Thank you for listening. And remember to keep it kind, keep it fun, and always keep it real.